Hey Josh, so what are what are we doing today? Where are we going? Oh, I think we're gonna go check out uh, the Coney Island footbridge here. Coney Island footbridge. Which street is this? Seventh Ave. I think it's Seventh Ave. Did you ever walk on the old one? This is a new bridge that we got coming up here. I haven't been on the new one. Have you? I. This is supposed to be the first time. Okay. Well, here we go. Josh, haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. We're back after a long winter's nap. Yeah, we're super excited. Episode 14, this is a spring episode of Waves. So the snow is melted, the sun is shining. What are the signs of spring in Kenora? We were just talking about this before we started recording. So we've got the seagulls coming back. Seagulls coming back. Dairy Queen opening. <laughs> Dairy Queen opens. And the Coney Island floating walkway coming out. That's right, the Coney Island Floating Walkway. And that is what we're going to be talking about today, the removal of the Coney Island Floating Walkway. And we have a very special guest joining us in the studio today, our colleague, Sean Clifford, who is the Manager of Facilities for the City of Kenora. Hi, Sean. How are you guys today? We're super excited to have you on board. We are. And so maybe can you tell us a little bit, first of all, where and what is Coney Island? So Coney Island is one of the rare islands in the city limits that actually has year-round residents. I think there's probably a little more than a dozen people that live there year-round. Uh, and what we've done is we have the floating walkway that allows people access during the seasonal breakups between spring and the fall. Uh, a lot of people drive over by vehicle, but a lot of people like to walk because they're they're geographically quite close to the to the bridge itself. What What do you mean people like to drive over yeah. by vehicle? Yeah. Well, it's a nice road that goes from the, what we call locally the Ministry of Natural Resources launch. And uh, it is a road that goes directly over to Coney Island. And there's a plowed road that allows access for all of those people that are, or year-round residents that stay on the island. But they can't do that year-round, right? So like, when do you think the road actually goes into Coney Island? That's not till the new, like the beginning of a new year, January, mid-January. Uh, it's usually before that, actually. It's right around oh. Christmas time. I can almost guarantee that at Christmas, they're going to be able to drive over to the island. Uh, and then the breakup is always at a different time. So there's lots of time. There's usually three, four weeks in the fall, three, four weeks in the spring where the bridge is really quite active. Gotcha. So it, it actually is exactly what it sounds like. It's a floating walkway connecting the mainland to Coney Island that people can use to get over to Coney Island, it's it's sort of like in for, for those in-between times, right? That's that's right, but it's also a very active trail system over there. So we have a lot of people that will take advantage of the fact that they can park on the mainland. They'll walk across the, the floating walkway, go to one of the trails that's over on Coney Island, and then walk their way back on the ice road. So it's very active. We do, on average, on the weekend, well over 100 people a day that will activate those trail systems. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so the city of Kenora is responsible for putting the walkway in place in the fall. And then what we're talking about today is the removal of the walkway in the spring, which ultimately opens up that channel. The It's Cameron Narrows, right? Like That's opens correct. Cameron Narrows to boaters so they can now um, get through there and, and go off and on their way down Lake of the Woods towards Devil's Gap. Yeah, I'm super excited to go and uh, we're going to go meet Troy here in a, in a little bit and, and see what actually it takes 
to move that bridge. Yeah, that's right. So Troy is the one that's going to be, I guess, leading the removal of the floating walkway this year. That's correct. Yeah, we've got, it's a cable system that ties it to the shore. One of the things we have to take into account every year is the variability of the water. Mm -hmm. So there's a, a couple foot drop in the water levels every year. So we want to make sure that we have the uh, flexibility. And then there's also ice that hits it. And so there's a lot of different parameters that we have to design when we're installing that bridge. Weather, weather must make a big difference too. Weather's huge. Yeah. Lots of ice, lots of, uh, Wind, wind that uh, blows uh, water and waves onto the onto the unit. So it's a lot of maintenance through the season to make sure that it's always safe for everybody to walk across. You know, people are carrying their groceries with, with uh, sleighs and things like that. So, you know, we have to go and maintain it. We're there several times a week just to make sure that it's safe. Awesome. And I feel like this floating walkway really is so iconic, Kenora. Like, it's something that I don't think you would see in a lot of other communities. And it actually has quite an interesting history. And, uh, Sean, you mentioned that this is, to the best of your knowledge, the 70th anniversary or the 70th year that the walkway has been in place. Yeah, that's right. It was uh, the Platinum Jubilee this year for the for the bridge itself. It was originally brought in the early 50s, around 1953, as far as back as we can tell. Uh, there was a family that settled there that had a farm, and their kids wanted to get across in the winter to get to school. And until the ice was there thick enough to walk on, they had to have something. So they, they designed something that was only a couple feet wide, would have been very close to walking a tightrope, uh, and put it on some barrels. They actually took a floating dock that was over at Coney Beach and brought it over and and put something together so people would, would, would be able to go across. And then as they realized that that's probably not the safest route, they had some assistance and they put on a, a little wider walkway, better flotation, and had some handrails on it. So that made it a lot safer for people to come across. And, and then it's evolved from there. Then we've, we've got a unit now that's actually eight feet wide. It's got proper handrails. We've got lighting on both sides. It's actually a very nice experience to walk across. And the walkway that we have in place today is is brand new, right? Because something happened to the old walkway. Yeah, well, we had quite a year last year with the weather. You know, we had lots of flooding in the area, all sorts of different uh, ice flow issues that uh, that were addressed. And it was actually a year ago today that the bridge was damaged. Wow. And uh, so it was nice that we took it out by hand this time and not by ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the ice flows actually broke the bridge in half. Uh, we had significant structural damage, so we had to we had a, an engineer firm come and have a look at it to see if it was something that we could put back together. The decision was made that you know it's it's probably too far gone. Yeah. So uh, we had support of council uh, to replace the bridge, and you know technology's changed significantly from when the original one was built. So we went to a rotationally molded billet that's filled with styrofoam. We put them crossways that bolted to the frame. It's got a steel subframe instead of wood. So there's a lot of uh, stronger, longer life elements that made the dock a lot more stable than what it was there originally. That makes sense. It, Sounds it, fancy. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, so one of the interesting things is it's been tracked since the 1970s, early 1970s. Really? Yeah, we track the in and out times for the... Uh, for the oh, when it goes in and when it comes out. Like that's, the, the bridge. Or that, that is so cool. That is cool. Yeah, so I was, I was interested in... Some of the statistics that we talked about, this being the one-year anniversary of the... New walkway? Yeah. And the and 70th anniversary of the original walkway. And the 70th, yeah, that's right, the Platinum Jubilee. Going back in time, it was actually in 1991, would have been our earliest installation, which was on November 4th. And for the fall. In the, for the fall hookup. 
And uh, the latest fall hookup was actually November 27th. Wow. Which is back in 2001. So just show you okay. some of the variability that uh, that comes across. It's a challenge, right, when we're trying to figure out, because uh, we have to forecast it about 10 days in advance because we have to uh, work with uh, Nav Navigation Canada to uh, to put a NAV warning up for that. Uh, okay, and wait, then, what do you mean you have to put a NAV warning up for that? Oh, because you're putting it in. Yeah. it's And it's, you're blocking the channel. That's gotcha. exactly right, yeah. So we put a, a, a warning up with uh, Navigation Canada. It goes on their website every year. And it was interesting. I was looking back at the statistics on um, when it was removed in the springtime. It's a little smaller band. So 2012 was done in April 13. Uh, and about two years later, in 2014, it was removed on May 15th. So oh, that's wow. quite a difference. Yeah. Quite a difference. I do have a couple more nitty-gritty questions for you before we uh, we go visit Troy here. So how long is this walkway? We keep talking about the walkway, and is it 5 feet, 10 feet? Yeah, well, it's 8 feet wide. It's about 235 feet long. So it spans a pretty good uh, pretty good distance. Pretty big area there, yeah. And we've got some aluminum gangway approaches on each end just because the water does go up and down through the winter. So we want to make sure that, you know, people don't have an interruption in, in getting down there. So it's uh, a little bit more accessible for people. And the channel there, Cameron Narrows, it doesn't freeze over, does it? No, there's always lots of flow that goes through there. So that was the challenge. It's a, it's a, a fair amount of wa- uh, water current that goes there. Mm-hmm. There's actually people that fish off that bridge for a good part of the winter. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, so you see lots of people down there. And it'll freeze in on the shore sides, but never in the middle. Gotcha. Well, why don't we go check out Troy? Let's why go see what's going on down at the the site of the Coney Island floating walkway removal. All right. So you're recording right now and the first boat's coming in. Okay, Josh, where are we? We're at the Coney Island footbridge here. We're about to, uh, or we're not about to, docks and lifts and the city's about to remove this Coney Island footbridge. This is one of the signs of spring. It is. And the fog just lifted? The fog just lifted. Yeah, we've been down here for a while and it was like kind of eerie, hey? It was. We should probably get off okay. this thing. Okay, maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll go floating out to sea. My name's Troy. I'm uh, the facilities maintenance operator. I take care of all the buildings, all the docks, and uh, pretty much everything. Any, everything, everything anybody wants me to yeah. do. Yeah. Jack of all trades. Yeah. So you've got a team of people here. There's probably like, oh gosh, now there's like 10 people here. Um, so, so what are you guys going to do? So there's lots of us here. We've, uh, you know, we've removed the old dock lots. This is a totally new. It's uh, 270 feet long or 75 feet long. So what we're going to do is remove the one side, uh, push the ramp back on to the dock, and then we're going to move the dock back towards us to the mainland. Then we're going to remove the ramp on this side. And then we'll nose it out on one side. That's closest to Coney. Okay. And then we'll slide it over where the other one is. So you're literally just going to float it on over to Bush Island? Yes. And that's where it's going to stay all summer? That's where it's going to stay for now until we come up with another plan. How long do you think it's going to take to to move this thing? Uh, probably an hour, maybe two. 
Okay, like, I mean, that's pretty quick. Yeah, it's pretty quick. Well, it's calm today. It's a beautiful weather. You don't see it like this very often. I mean, this is quite nice. Like, it was super foggy this morning, so I had texted Sean to say, are you going to actually be able to move it? And he said, just give it some time. That fog will lift. Fog will and, lift and, it has. and it is quite calm. We've been down here for a while. We've heard some loons, some birds, seen a few boats go by from Coney. Yes. And we've got, we've got some help from a couple boats here. How many boats do you think we're going to have today? Uh, we're going to have three. Three We're going to have two from Docks and Lifts and then ours. Oh, nice. You need at least two. Third one's just to make sure everything goes okay. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll leave you to it. Good luck. Um, like I said to Josh as we were coming over to talk to you, this is one of the signs of spring in Kenora. So when this footbridge is removed, it now opens the channel so people can get here through Cameron Narrows. So... I think summer's around the corner. Summer's around the corner. Once this is out, summer's here. All right. Thanks, Troy. Good luck. So that was a great visit with Troy. You know, we were there just as they were kind of getting the plan in place and getting ready to go. But, Sean, do you know how it went? Like, did everything go go okay because this was the first year of having to move the new floating walkway so oh it went really well uh we had uh, a couple of boats from the contractor and we had a couple of our own that were prepared to go so we had uh we have some of our crew that supervised the work uh, we had a subcontractor that helped us move it out it was a little bit different this year because it was the first time disconnecting the one that was uh, wider than before so we wanted to make sure we had some extra staff there to get it done but went uh went off very well so, so that's it. We've got the seagulls back. We know the Dairy Queen is open. And now the Coney Island floating walkway has been taken out for the summer season. And so we know there's uh, permanent residents that live on Coney. There's also seasonal cottagers. But, you know, what else is on Coney Island? Is there anything for the public to do there? Oh, yeah. There's definitely well, some well, things. Tell us about oh, it, Josh. I can tell you all about it. So actually, we have a lot of nice beaches in the in the region and in the community, but Coney Island is one of the biggest and 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 I'm not going to say the nicest. They're all nice, but Coney Island is probably the biggest. It has a canteen there. Um, it has a covered uh, gazebo area. Has a big uh, open field area for people to play in. So it's one of the nicer beaches that we have in the area, and we actually. Um, worked with a local partner to offer the Coney Island shuttle, which allows people to transport back and forth because now you are on an island. There is no more walkway to get across. <laughs> so we have to kind of get there. But the really cool news is there's actually been quite a few upgrades to Coney Island. So, in, and Sean, your, your department's responsible for that too. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, it was actually, uh, it was prompted a little bit by the fact that we had a great shuttle service to bring people over there. And one of the, one of the challenges was the accessibility to the beach area. So we added in some, some new uh, commercial T-Dock uh, system. So when you're coming off of the pontoon boat, it's a nice level approach for somebody that might be having some mobility issues. Then we've created ramp systems that will bring you uh, right over to the historic boardwalk, which is new now as well, uh, and bring you to the canteen. And we put a, a deck there as well. So you have a little bit more sitting area. You've got a place to, to go out and enjoy a, a little bit of time with your family. Uh, and then what we've done is we've added uh, four different ramps that go down to the beach. And uh, there's a process called a Moby mat, which is a which is rollout mat that allows people in a wheelchair to actually access the water. So it's a, it's a fully accessible beach. Uh, we added some ramps to go to the washroom. So it's a nice family experience for multi-generational. 
Uh, and that was all done last year. That was, that's really nice. Upgraded, painted it up. It looks really, really nice. And that was done during the high watermark. So hopefully this year it gets a little bit more use. Uh, I think half of the, well, the whole beach was under the, every beach was under the water. <laughs> so yeah, there wasn't much beach left there. I, I've been out a few times this, uh, through the winter and this spring and there's a lot more beach now than there was last year. That's for sure. But it looks really good. That's awesome. Um, and it kind of ties in with some of the cool events that happen at Coney Island that are specific to the island. So what's going on at Coney Island this well, summer? So like I mentioned earlier, there's a public beach, there's a park, there's a playground, there's a canteen. But every Sunday, the canteen actually offers a waffle Sunday. So it's kind of a cool experience to go out and catch the Coney Island shuttle. You get out there, the beach is packed with people and they get their sunday brunch waffles and and they're to die waffles for. on the beach that they're, sounds incredible they're, they're to die for. and then the other major event that happens and it it's kind of funny because i think it's they're going on the 15th <laughs> annual, or they call it the 15th maybe annual so they <laughs> they keep saying maybe annual but it's been 15 years now so um it's the coney island music festival so it's a it's a really cool event where they bring in some local musicians they they pack the the field and it's just an all-around uh, fun place to be. And when does that usually happen? It normally happens the weekend before August long weekend. Okay, so end of July. End of July. Very cool. Coney Island is such a cool place to check out. Of course, Lake of the Woods has 14,522 islands. Coney Island would be one of them. But we are so fortunate to have such a cool place located in such... I guess, close proximity to our downtown, to our city, really. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks very much, Sean, for coming in and and telling us everything we need to know about the Coney Island Floating Walkway. And thank you very much to Troy and his team for chatting with us on site this morning. And I think this is it for the our Welcome Back Spring episode of Waves. Yeah, for sure. And if anyone has any kind of topics they want to talk about or want us to talk about, just email podcast at canora.ca and we're, we gladly talk about anything. Happy spring to you both. Should we go to the Dairy Queen now? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> you're was, buying. Sean, oh, you're buying. Sean was supposed to bring Dairy Queen. <laughs> I, I ate it all. <laughs>